This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Guess what, listeners? What, 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 what? We have a live show coming up in Seattle on oh, February boy. 10th. February 10th. Okay. Uh, can I tell the people yes, about yes. it? It is, uh, so it's at Mohai, the Museum of History and Industry. It's part of their Edible City exhibit, which you can go check out right now, but we won't be there until February 10th at 7 p.m. And you can get tickets right now by going to bit.ly slash milk at Mohai. That's bit.ly slash milk at M-O-H-A-I. See you in February. This episode is brought to you by Sock Club. So Matthew and I are, uh, we are now members of Sock Club. And I, I'm, we're recording this ad with me in Canada and Matthew in the U.S., in Seattle. And I, Matthew, I brought two of my three pairs of Sock Club socks with me to Canada. How's that working out for you? It's working out so well. It's really cold here. I'm in Ontario. Uh, these socks are holding up beautifully. I wore a pair of them on the plane, in fact. It was a long trip, and Excellent. my feet were very comfortable. I'm really happy with these socks. I am delighted. Uh, you know, I've never been more excited to be a member of a club. I got a new <laughs> pair of socks. Wait a minute. Club is socks. that true? Well, um, kind of. <laughs> I mean, what other clubs am I a member of? Probably none. Okay, Uh, go on. I was in the boys club as a kid. That was pretty good. Oh, Uh, sock club is way better. Yes. Um, And it's it's for men and women, of course. Uh, I got a pair of... Uh, woolen camp socks from Sock Club yesterday, and I wore. I put them on immediately. It's not Canada cold here, but it is pretty cold in the moment at the moment in Seattle. And these socks kept my kept my dogs toasty. Wow! Why did I, I say that? I don't know <laughs> why right. you said that. Anyway, so hey. Spilled Milk listeners, here's what you can do to have this kind of excitement in your life. Go to SockClub.com, and you can get 15% off using the discount code MILK at checkout. And uh, hey, you know what? Sock Club would make a great holiday gift. Just Indeed. an idea. SockClub.com, and use the discount code MILK. Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And there's a couple things we need to get out of the way right now. So this is our first international episode, like cross-border. How would you describe what we're doing right now? This is the episode of the future. That's That's what what it is. is. Yep. We Um, are in the future, bringing it back to you. uh, uh, Molly's been replaced with a robot. um, (laughs) And I'm I'm some sort of transhuman intelligence that exists only on the internet. 
that's going uh, to destroy us all. Oh, wow. Gosh, not things today. are getting things are getting dire here in the future. Uh, yeah, well, um, that's actually true, but uh, not in not in like a cyborg <laughs> yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, that's my question for you. Are you going to come back to, to America? Because <laughs> so if you didn't, I wouldn't blame you. Let's tell the listeners where I am. I am in Canada, which oh, is a Canada. land that, that many of... Oh, I see what you did there. Many of us uh, Americans are, are fantasizing about these days. Uh-huh, uh, in a I sexual am, way. In a sexual way. <laughs> yeah. I am in Stratford, Ontario. So I am I'm very far away from you, Matthew. But and, very close um, to Justin Trudeau. And and very close to Justin Bieber. Yeah. Uh, this is his hometown. This is it, where he's really? from. Oh, my yes, God. Seriously. Um, in fact, the other day. So I um, I have a good friend who is uh, kind of a believer. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for her, I went to the Avon Theater here in Stratford, Ontario, where Justin Bieber, as a wee little Biebs, used to sit <laughs> on the steps outside with his guitar and busk. And I oh, took a wow. picture of myself there. And there's a star in the pavement for him. So, Wait, uh, so just anyway, one? Like, it's like a walk of fame that's, that's 100% Bieber? No, no, there are other there are other stars, but let's be real. He is far and away the uh, the wait, the, but, but the, the other stars star. of like celebrities from Stratford, Ontario. I think so. So the thing okay. with Stratford is, in the summer, uh, this is like the home to uh, like Shakespeare extravaganza bonanza. Uh, okay. everyone comes here for the theater scene in the summer. However, I am here in December, and um and. And here I am. Anyway, so here I am. I am sitting um, uh, here on my bed, my makeshift recording studio here in Stratford, Ontario. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel Justin Bieber's star power into today's episode. Do you feel it? I can. Yeah, I I was gonna say I feel it already. Like I felt a weird kind of uh, presence when we started. And now I know what it is. Was it a funny, was it a funny tickle or maybe a tingle? Yeah, it was sort of, it made me want to get tattoos and behave badly. Ah, is it too late to say sorry? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Because, Matthew, I'm missing more than just your body. (laughs) Oh, well, that I can understand. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, carry on. Carry on. So yeah, Um, so we are taping this remotely. So um, yeah, so Matthew and I are going to be talking over each other even mm -hmm. more than usual because we can't see see, each other. We'll see how this goes. We we did it once before, but you were in your basement in Seattle, and so it didn't feel as intercontinental. This is, you're not on a different continent. I just realized that. (laughs) (laughs) Inter, inter country, Entel. Um, I think, I think the word you're looking for is international international <laughs> yes um, okay. okay i have a follow-up story before we get to wait do we say what the topic was i don't think oh, we no did. we have we haven't said it today's topic is applesauce so we're not going to talk about that yet because i have a follow-up uh to a previous episode so remember on the icelandic junk food episode we tried this uh uh icelandic mint licorice mint called opal that came in a beautifully designed box and had kind of a licorice meets menthol flavor that molly really hated and i kind of dug although it Uh, it did i have to say it did feel like it would be a very effective breath freshener oh yeah no no i had some the last time i had one was like a week ago and uh, my breath is still like People are coming up to me on the street. <laughs> They're like, you smell like Bieber-esque. Um, <laughs> does, does Bieber okay. have fresh breath, do you think? I don't know. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, 
And uh, but you so know who I'm sure does? Wait a minute. Do you know yes. who I'm sure does? Justin Trudeau. I think yes. that everything that man does probably just smells like roses. He is going to, when he leaves office, which I hope he never does, he's going to leave the whole country, like, it's going to be the best smelling country in the world for decades <laughs> afterwards. Great. Uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> where was I? So, there were these little um, kind of black pellets that were licorice mints, and I kept kind of popping them every once in a while uh, after the episode um, for the next few days. And uh, one day, I put one in my mouth, and I chewed it, and then I laughed at something, and it flew out of my mouth, and then I could not find it. And the uh, best part is that then you texted me to tell me this, and you were like, <laughs> somebody's in for a surprise! Well, like, I was one, 100% one of your... right. <laughs> and it was you. So here's what happened. Um, later that day, like hours later, uh, I was getting ready for bed and I went to unbutton my shirt and I unbuttoned, you know, like my button down shirt. And uh, after I was done unbuttoning it, I was like, wait, that's weird. <laughs> the shirt is still buttoned somehow, even though I'm sure I unbuttoned all the buttons. And there was an opal licorice mint sticking the placket of my shirt together. <laughs> It was so disgusting, and I laughed so hard. Oh, that is so, so, so disgusting. Okay. So uh, Icelandic junk food is the gift that keeps on giving. Hey, you want to talk about applesauce? Um, uh, Yeah, I guess we could. Let's go down applesauce memory lane. Uh, Ooh, this sounds slippery. <laughs> yes. So when you I you know what think, this sounds like, this sounds like it's going to be kind of slushy, like when snow is starting to melt. Oh, that it really sounds does. So good. I think that's what it would sound like if you walked on applesauce. Oh, that's so gross and so kind of appealing. <laughs> I know, isn't it? Like, okay, go on. Like bare, like in bare feet, like in in the summertime, like just sloshing, <gasps> slopping through applesauce. You know what? I, you know those like slip and slide things. I bet that those would be pretty good with some applesauce on them instead of water yes oh um you know you know what i think would be good if we could get um justin trudeau to walk barefoot through our applesauce before we eat it uh, <laughs> yes i would eat that applesauce okay well we're gonna taste some applesauce today it's not gonna be very good compared to that uh, okay. When I think back on uh, my childhood and applesauce, the first thing that comes to mind is those Mott's applesauce commercials. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? I don't think I do. Will you refresh my memory? Okay. I'm sure we can find this on YouTube and uh, post a link to it. But it's like one kid would call another kid and say, hey, Louie, I got the Mott's. Uh, and it was great because, first of all, kids were not named Louie when we were kids, right? <laughs> I was I was wondering if this was an actual name or if this was just something you pulled out of the ether. So they would actually say, hey, hey, Louie. I'm pretty sure the name Louie appeared on the commercial. Okay, go on. Hey, hey Louie, I got the mods. And it was like, like, this applesauce is so good that kids are hoarding it like contraband. Like, you know, it's it's like, hey, Louie, I got I got the uh, the drugs. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I, hearing you say this, I'm feeling great remorse that I didn't purchase Mott's for myself to eat today because that was one of the two brands that was available to me in the grocery store here in Stratford. No, it's um, fine. I've got some. Oh, God, you've got the Mott's and I, I don't have the Mott's? That's right. I've got the Mott's. So then like kids started saying I've got the Mott's just to mean like, I don't know actually what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Cool. Hey, so do you remember actually eating Mott's applesauce? Um, yes, definitely. Although I think probably we would more likely get like a store brand or like um 
I don't know what what are what are other brands of applesauce? Do you even know? You know, I remember when when flavored applesauce first came out, right. and there was some sort of like natural, like like one of those like Santa Cruz Organics kind of brands sure. that came out with it in you know like a glass jar, and you could get like raspberry applesauce or whatever applesauce. Um, I remember thinking that was really exciting. Um, is that my, was that my, one of the most exciting things that happened in your in your childhood? <laughs> it was actually no. I I mean I remember uh, you know being having been a child of the eighties. I do remember having the little individual applesauce cups in my lunch occasionally. Oh, for they sure. were fine. Um, I think they were always just you know traditional applesauce flavor. And then actually. Um, I remember when I was living with my French host family, when I, I know, I know, just kill me, kill me now. There I go mentioning France again. When I was living with my French host family, my little host brothers who were like seven and nine, they uh, very often as a snack would have little individual cups of flavored applesauce. Oh, and they particularly they loved... Malt. Um, <laughs> actually, I don't believe it was Mott's brand, uh, but, I, but let's, let's assume it was. Okay. And they particularly liked the apple banana flavor. Is mot a word did. in French? Um uh mot which is M O T T E mm-hmm. I think is like a like a like a speck or like That makes sense. Yeah, I mean I could I could look it up on the old computer. Uh, my French, let's be real, it isn't what it used to be. So uh, all of you francophones who are listening to this, let us know. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I, I, my curiosity must be slaked. Claude's. Yeah, so you're right. Okay, Claude's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great, uh, anyway. great name for an applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Louie, I got the Claude's. Well- <laughs> <laughs> well, it does really capture it really the, does. Fantas- the fantasy of, of sloshing through it like snow slush. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it clods of applesauce stuck to your boots. Clodding through the snow. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so yeah. What um, else yeah. on memory lane? Did you, did your mom like, you know, put it in your lunch or anything like that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I definitely remember having it at home as a snack sometimes. I think it was probably like a thing you would get when you were sick. Sometimes, yes, like, seems like a sure. uh, un, a food that would not challenge a delicate stomach. Yes. Um, and I, I mean, I have this more so than many other things from my childhood. Uh, I have this vivid memory of the texture of applesauce because there really isn't anything else with quite that texture. It's not exactly no. smooth and it's not exactly chunky. But I have to say, I had this interesting experience recently. I had made some homemade applesauce using a recipe that I'll talk about in just a minute that I've made many times. For whatever reason, the variety of apples that I used for this applesauce yielded a really grainy applesauce. And you know how applesauce looks grainy, but when you actually eat it, it's pretty smooth on your tongue? Oh, was it like mealy? This was actually mealy. Like, it was inedible. I, I, I scooped some into a bowl for myself and for June, and June kind of looked up at me and was like, I don't like this applesauce. Yeah. And I was like, me neither. So we used it in a cake instead. But isn't that gross? Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, like, I admire your your restraint and not just, like, binging it into the garbage. What do they say? Bunging it? What do they say in England? <laughs> I'm trying to channel um, uh, Nigella Lawson. I think bung. Yeah, you think... didn't bung it into the bin. <laughs> That's a shout out to all, all of our UK listeners. <laughs> I um, You're right. That's not what I did. I baked it into an applesauce cake. Instead. Wh- how did, why do you think that happened? Like I, I don't know. 
I still feel kind of traumatized by it. This was maybe a month ago, and I, I haven't made any applesauce since, in part because I'm still so surprised that those apples, which were perfectly tasty to eat raw, turned so weird once I had roasted them and mashed them up. It seems like there's kind of a lot going on in an apple. Like, there is a lot going on a lot in of, an apple. Like, structure there that isn't immediately apparent. There are a lot of like cell walls that, yes. that burst deliciously uh, uh, between your teeth. Like, have you ever read an article about like um, you know apple <laughs> apple breeding? Like how they came to. I have read to- so many articles about apple breeding. <laughs> um, it's the only way I can no, I get mean- off. <laughs> Well, now we know. Uh, no, no, I mean like how they came to market uh, like Honeycrisp apples. I have or actually jazz read an article about Honeycrisp breeding. Well, and Honeycrisp have, uh, you know, they've got like this particular cell wall that like bursts like in a in a like in a certain like different way than other apple cell walls, and it's juicier. Huh. And wh- anyway, I, but I don't I remember wonder- that from the article. I must have finished before I got to that part. <laughs> Sorry. Um, (laughs) No, that is actually interesting. Anyway, so yeah, I I, I don't know. But, you know, especially our UK listeners will know that there are certain (laughs) varieties of apples that are known to be good baking apples. There are ones that are known to be good sauce apples. There are ones that are known to be good eating apples. And I guess I learned why the hard way. Wow, you know, that's interesting. No, I, I, uh, I, I know what you mean from like having read English cookbooks and the like. Um, that there's there's like a much more sophisticated apple culture in uh, in England than in America, even than Washington, which is the apple state. Yes, I don't yes. I don't think that's the name the nickname of our state, but we grow most of the apples. Most most of the apples. What, in what fact. is Washington State nickname? Is it the Evergreen State? It's is that the right? Evergreen State. I think. I think. Okay. Well, I'm not sure. uh, now I can see why you had to flee the state. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is a pretty darn great way to build a website, isn't it, Matthew? It sure is. And I can tell you that now from personal experience. Ooh, would you tell me all about that? Okay, so I have a new book coming out. You'll be hearing more about that on the show sometime. I've read it. I've read it two or maybe three times now. Yikes, yeah. that's probably too many times. I love it. So I'm like, I need a real author website. And so I'm thinking I could go in and do it with some other tool. I should give Squarespace a try. You guys, Squarespace is great. I would say I put in about two hours of work and I have a totally professional looking website with, uh, you know, a page about me and pages for all of my books and like a nice sidebar with pictures of the covers of all my books. Hey, what's that URL? Oh, it's uh, MatthewAmsterburton.com with no, no hyphens or anything. Wow. So gosh, Squarespace really lives up to its promises. Yes. Everything was drag and drop. I could put things wherever I wanted. I can make professional looking buttons like the buy now button. And, uh, you know, it was easy to add uh, graphics. It was uh, easy to link all the pages up and make the navigation really seamless. Uh, It looks great on my phone. It looks great on my computer. 
Uh, I did all of this uh, with Squarespace, and you can too. You can also make a website about me. <laughs> Great. I can't wait. I'm going to get right on it. Yeah, probably MatthewHamsterBurtonFanClub.com is still available. <laughs> well, Matthew, would you please tell us how our listeners can take advantage of this incredible idea? Yes. Uh, not only can they take advantage, they can get 10% off their first order what? by going to Squarespace.com, signing up for a free trial, and then when you buy, use the offer code SPILLED at checkout. That's squarespace.com with the offer code SPILLED at checkout. Squarespace works for me. <laughs> Can we eat some applesauce? Yes, because I've please. got some right here. And, and my applesauce it, it was cold about 10 minutes ago when I took it out of the fridge. And, and I need to eat it cold. I believe applesauce must be eaten cold. What do you 100% think? 100% agree. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm nervous that this Mott's has been sitting out too long. But no, I think it's going to be perfect. Okay, I'm going to take a bite. Oh, that's the stuff. Oh, oh, it's so good when it's cold. Yeah. It's... Oh, you really get the acidity of it. Mm. Yeah. I believe that applesauce needs to be, applesauce needs to have good acidity. I mean, I feel the same way about an eating apple in general, but like when applesauce is, is warm or room temperature, it's just like flabby apple pie filling. What without... if it's hot in a mug? Did like, I just blow your a... mind? Like drinkable applesauce? Are we talking about like drinkable yogurt, but in the form of applesauce? I think so. I'm making this up I mean, as but, I go along, and it's a very bad idea. It's <laughs> but, a terrible idea. Let's move on. But now I'm on. committed to it. Uh, so what brand what of applesauce are you currently eating? So seeing as I am in uh, Ontario, Canada, I went to a... a so you're going to love this. So it turns out that there is a grocery store company here called Loblaws. I've heard of which, it. Which is, uh, which just makes me think of Arrested Development and the character Bob Blah Blah. Yep. Um, anyway, so La Blah, La Blahs, um, is kind of like, I think like sort of a high-end grocery store. Uh, and then they also have, um, sort of their middle of the road grocery store name is Zares and it's, it's owned by the La Blah people, but they put Zares in places that aren't good enough for La Oh, Blahs. like Stratford? Like Stratford has a Zares. How do you spell Zares? Z-E-H-R-S. Interesting. And then apparently there's a level even below. (laughs) There's a level even below that for places that aren't good enough for a Zares. Oh, and that's called like shit bags. Those are called no frills. You're kidding me. I am not kidding you. I got this straight from a Canadian food writer the other night. So anyway. (laughs) so. So I went to uh, the Zares here in Stratford and did my applesauce shopping there. I purchased the Zares brand, um, which which is actually called President's Choice. And it is also sold at Loblaws and maybe at No Frills. I don't know. But anyway, so what I have here is President's Choice, uh, Justin Trudeau's Choice. Right. He's not the president. No. He's the prime minister. <laughs> anyway, uh, and this is the organic variety. And Matthew, what you're really going to love about this is that so what it says on the package is unsweetened apple and then below it it says apple treat trademarked <laughs> okay but, ap- but but treat is spelled with two e's not whoa uh, an e-a so apple treat like apple tree oh that's what you do on Twitter. It's oh sorry. Well, uh, God. Uh, anyway, anyway, but no, no, no. Then, then on the other side of the package, where it's in, in French, it says 
pommes. Régal aux pommes. And that's trademarked. So which means, which means are... apple treat, right? <laughs> which means apple treat, yeah. Okay. That's... Régal aux pommes. That's, uh, that's amazing. Now, President's Choice brand also exists in the U.S. We used to get it at Fred Meyer when I was growing up. So it's, I wonder it's... if Fred Meyer is related to Loblaws. I don't know, but I, maybe President's Choice is just as international as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad cool. you, you said that it was unsweetened because mm. so the mozz that I had was sweetened applesauce. Um, oh, and really? So even when I was a kid and just wanted to like eat a bag of sugar, I always preferred unsweetened to sweetened applesauce. I don't think sweetening applesauce is necessary. Mm. Um, it really well, masks the flavor. Well, I sweeten my applesauce at home. Oh, really? I do. Do you not? No. Oh my god! I've ne- that it has never occurred to me to not sweeten my applesauce at home, even though I always buy unsweetened grocery store applesauce. Now that's interesting. What do you think's going that on is there? Interesting. Well, so I okay. Here we go. Let's go back to France. I first learned how to make applesauce from my host mother, and what she did. And I know this is this is going to surprise you, given you know the uh, the the way that people think about French cooking, what she used to do was she would, you know, chunk up some apples. She would add brown sugar to it. Then she would go to McDonald's it, and get a McDonald's apple pie and remove the filling would, and stir that then in. She would, then she would put like a lid on this bowl that this was all in and pop it in the microwave. Whoa. And microwave it until it was mashable. Yes. And then she would put a little bit of vanilla extract in it. She swore by uh, applesauce with vanilla, which I... I think it's delicious. I prefer vanilla bean. But anyway, so she made hers in the microwave. So that was the first applesauce I ever made. And now when I make it at home, um, I actually don't use that method. I use Judy Rogers, the the uh, late chef of the Zuni Cafe in mm-hmm. San Francisco. I use her recipe for roasted applesauce, where you basically peel and quarter apples, put them in like a nine by 13 dish, um, put the tiniest bit of salt and the tiniest bit of sugar on them, maybe like two teaspoons of sugar for a whole like nine by 13 dish of apple quarters. You dot it with butter, put some foil over it, bake it for a little bit, take the foil off and let the apples get kind of brown. Oh, at this the is edges. serious shit. And then you mash it up and it's super easy. It's, it's a chunkier, drier kind of applesauce than like a uh, store-bought. But it is so delicious and very, very lightly sweetened, just enough to bring, I don't know, just bring out the flavor. Does does the roasted character come through in the final product? I I do think that the final product you get is a little bit more like the flavor of apples in an apple tart. Interesting. Like a, that sounds really like a little, good. It's like a little concentrated in a way that maybe like stovetop applesauce might not be quite. I don't know. You know, I haven't had them side by side. Okay. I have moved on to a second applesauce here. That's how oh. large I'm living. I am not no frills. I got frills. Um, okay. So wait a minute. What was the first one you so had? So the first one I had was Mott's Original, just uh, in the in the little sweetened? plastic cup. It's it's a sweetened applesauce. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mott's Applesauce Original. Ingredient, ingredients, apples, high fructose corn syrup, water, vitamin C. Ooh, a high fructose corn syrup? Yep. That's how, that's when you got, that's the Mott's. I think that's the <laughs> contraband. Uh, so I've now moved on to Trader Joe's first crush unsweetened Gravenstein applesauce. Oh my God, that sounds so it's good. It's so good. It's much thicker. It's got more of like a homemade texture to it. 
Uh, it's got a perfect balance of tartness and sweetness. It has no added sugar. It is. Oh, um, that sounds awesome. I, you know, I think I bought that once. I'm so glad you brought it up because I bought it once a while ago and I think I loved it. But I, I tend to feel like I should be making applesauce at home because I can. But now, actually, I sort of feel like I should be buying Trader Joe's Gravenstein applesauce because I can. It's really good. Is it Gravenstein or Gravenstein? I always heard it was Gravenstein. Okay. I mean, it's definitely Jewish, whatever it is, right? Whatever. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I actually, I I misremembered this as being Granny Smith applesauce because they used to have this Trader Joe's Granny Smith apple juice, which I was addicted to, and then they discontinued it, and I was so angry. Um, And That sounds so rough, dude. Yes, I think that was also uh, under the First Crush label, which is a pretty good name. That's a pretty great name. So, wait, do you ever make applesauce at home? My First Crush, Justin Trudeau. Uh, <laughs> do wow, I ever make applesauce at home? You're a late bloomer. I have. Uh, no, no, I've been following him for a long time. <laughs> um, I have made applesauce at home. I did not do so today because I'm lazy. Uh, it's not something I do often. Um, but yeah. if we if we get like a discount bag of apples, and I'm not sure if we're going to get through them all before they start to get weird, then I will make an applesauce. Uh huh. Um, and do you do you put? Any, like a pinch of salt, any sugar, any maybe lemon juice, anything in there? Um, so a uh, pinch of salt, yes. Uh, lemon juice, sometimes. I'll like, it's, it's one of those things where I'll like Google, Google it and, and like use the first recipe I pull up because I figure they're probably all the same, which I now know after hearing about yep. the Judy Rogers yep. one that I was so yep. wrong. God, so wrong. Ooh, so wrong. I, I feel for you, man. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never been uh, ha- unhappy with applesauce I've made. I've never been blown away either. Um, okay. I mean, the Trader Joe's first crush, Gravenstein, is pretty damn good. God, you know what? Uh, my host mother, uh, she used to make this amazing thing. that, And I think I made a version of it for my blog, like, in 2005. My host mother used to take applesauce, her her homemade applesauce, which was, you know, wound up being, it almost looked just like commercial applesauce. She really mashed it very thoroughly. Uh, and then she would spread it out in, like, a baking dish, and she would spread over it a layer of, like, very sweet meringue, the kind that, that will get really crispy in the oven. Wow. And she would bake it, and her applesauce, you know, it had vanilla in it. Uh, so anyway, it was so it was like the most delicious dessert. So basically, she would serve it. It would be this layer of crispy, like a thin layer of crispy meringue on top of this delicious vanilla applesauce. Whoa. It was so good. You know what? Pomme um, croquante. Oh, what a good name. Gosh, good job, yeah. dude. Um, we should, even though it pains me to pull up old blog posts uh, of mine, <laughs> yeah. we should, we'll, uh, we'll link to it okay. um, on the old website. Oh, but anyway, you have wow. this recipe for the, for the crackly uh, meringue apple slab, well, which, I, is, I which is the English name of Pum Cocon? <laughs> I um I just made it up because I figured, you know, oh. if you make a, a a very sweetened meringue, it will get crispy. And so I looked up a, you know, a meringue recipe and at that at that time actually, I think the applesauce recipe on my blog is um like a stovetop one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, we'll we'll put the the old recipe that I devised on the blog. 
Okay, so oh god, that was so good. Now I want to eat that, that again. That sounds amazing. I've never had anything like that even. I know it's kind of a crazy idea, but uh, it makes so much sense. I think when you really think about it, ah, oh, so good. Now, Molly, your mother listens to this show. Uh, how how do you think she feels about the amount of time you spend talking about your French host mother versus your actual mother? We don't have to answer that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that she also knows that my French host mother and I, I don't have a lot of people in this world who I would say I am not on good terms with. Oh. But my host mother and I did not end our relationship on good terms. I mean, I... I, you know, I had a boy sleep over at her oh, house when boy. she was on vacation. I see. And I just think I didn't understand how wrong that was. You were young. I was young. So anyway, you know, mom, I love you. You Now you understand uh, how wrong premarital and sex is, right? Now I understand how wrong premarital sex is. Thank you, mom, for loving me the way I am. No thanks to my host mom. For not loving me the way I am. Um, oh, I was going to ask if you have a message for her if she's listening now, but I guess that was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so a uh, couple other questions. So when you make applesauce, how do you mash it? Ah, uh, so I usually, I like my applesauce chunky, even if I uh, am going to bake with it or something, which sometimes I, I do. Uh, so I just mash it with the back of a wooden spoon. Yeah, I, I was going to say, that's that's pretty much what I do too. Just if you... If you're cooking apples, if you stir them vigorously enough, they'll mash themselves. Pretty totally. Much. Um, I know that there is a school of thought that uh, has you make applesauce with the skin on and then just put the apples through a ricer. Right. And kind of removes or a food the skin. Mill. But I, can I tell you, I or I, that's what I meant, a food mill. Um, I've never actually used a ricer or a food mill, and I have both. But they both seem, like a food mill in particular seems like a disaster to try to clean. Um, the one I have is actually very easy to clean because it comes apart into easily cleanable pieces. So, oh, may maybe mine does too. Maybe if I used it, I would learn that. Okay, well, next time, <laughs> next time you come over, if you return to America, uh, which I do not recommend, you can you can try my food mill. We'll, we'll food mill together, and then you can clean it. Oh my god, this sounds so exciting! Maybe we should do like a food mill episode. Yeah, like I don't really. I have this food mill that's taking up space in my kitchen. I hardly ever use it. The only thing I really ever put through it is tomatoes. So God, I why would you put tomatoes through it? Well, like if you're it's it's good if you're making like a smooth-ish tomato sauce that you want to still have some rustic character, but you don't want like any chunks, big chunks. It uh mm. it, it gives a more interesting texture than like a food processor. I guess I never I guess I never make a tomato sauce like that. Well wow, dude, we should we should hang out. Let's hang out. Okay, yeah. When uh when you when you return to the uh the the uh burned out husk that was America. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll uh, hang out. Um, okay, cool. I'm a very optimistic guy. Uh, okay, I so is that is that? Oh, I one other thing I wanted to I wanted to talk about, which is when uh, my daughter Iris was was little. Um, one of her favorite things was uh, feud feud. <laughs> that's a funny word. <laughs> that's one of that's one of my favorite things too. You know what I love? I love watching football. <laughs> ah, football. Um. Uh, yes, popular in popular in both countries. Uh, <laughs> you know, wait, I feel like I have to clarify that I don't actually love watching football. Oh, oh great. I'm glad you clarified ball. that. Everyone was on tenterhooks. Um, you know what? I love watching tenterhook ball. Uh, 
What? Go on. Anyway, fr- fruit purees mixed with plain yogurt. And if you take uh-huh. some good quality applesauce and mix it like 50-50 with some good plain yogurt and throw in a little uh, high quality cinnamon like a, like a Vietnamese cinnamon, uh, that is an amazing breakfast. <laughs> what? That... It sounds really good, but I have to say that right now I'm picturing the texture that, you know, applesauce just has this slightly grainy quality to it. You stir that into plain yogurt, and it's just going to make the plain yogurt look like something horrible has happened to it. Oh, it looks terrible, but it's good, and it is baby food, literally. I don't think I could eat that, but boy, I I think that I could feed that to a baby. I wish wish you were here so I could force it on you. Okay, cool. I'm glad I'm not there. Yep. Um, I'm I'm gonna after we finish taping the show, I'm gonna go turn on the uh, the Justin Trudeau the old- channel, the 24 hour like <laughs> um, uh, Justin I, Trudeau I, uh, uh, singing and dancing and uh, <laughs> like uh, playing playing football, uh, being being kind to some animals, <laughs> and you know the stuff he does day to day. Snuggling pandas. God, I loved <laughs> oh. it when he snuggled the pandas. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did that really happen? <laughs> Yes, there's look it up online. Oh my there god, a, I thought you were there's joking. a photo of Justin Trudeau holding two baby pandas. Of Just go look there it up. Is. And thanks again to Sock Club for sponsoring today's episode of Spilled Milk. Sock Club is awesome. It's a great gift for your loved ones. It's a great gift for yourself. Every month, you or they will receive a pair of high-quality American-made socks in awesome patterns. They could be woolen camp socks. They could be uh, high-fashion ankle socks. You know, they've got all kinds of stuff. You're going to love whatever they send you. And, you know, for those of you who are doing your gift shopping a little bit late this year, you should know that they do a printable gift certificate or membership certificate. So you can just pop that in a little card and give it to your your loved ones. It is the holiday gift that keeps giving, truly, every month. So to get 15% off uh, a gift for yourself or someone else, go to SockClub.com and use the offer code MILK at checkout. Okay, you can find us online. That website, in fact, is uh, spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we'll post uh, Molly's uh, uh, pomme croquant recipe, which uh, I've never been more proud of anything (laughs) in my life than making up that name. I cannot remember the gender of the word, so I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the adjective correctly. Une une pomme. So, uh, pomme croquant. Would that be correct? See, I mean, we. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't, like I said, I don't speak French Uh anymore. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, And I don't know. We'll post some other stuff. Uh, And a a picture of Justin Trudeau with with pandas. Something else we talked about earlier. Maybe a Bieber video. There's nothing else you need, really. Okay. Uh, you can find us okay. on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, where you can tell us um, how you offended your host mother. Um, you can leave us a review on iTunes uh, as if we were a host mother. Huh. We're, <laughs> are you with me here, Molly? Huh. Are you still I'm, there? I'm with you. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize that I could leave my host mother a review on iTunes. Oh, oh, oh like not on iTunes, there but there, a, you know, is there is there a podcast called My Host Mother? There probably is, but I figure that, like how there's like you know ratemyprofessors.com. There's probably like ratemyhostmother.com. Oh, rate <laughs> um, and uh, okay. like like homestayratings.com. I, this is probably a real thing. You can rate anything these days, whether you should or not. Okay. Uh, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, you can find our stars on the Stratford Walk of Fame. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Okay, good okay, job, I think we did dude. It. I think we did it too. 
And my call recorder red light is still flashing. Okay, can probably uh, hang on. So, okay, so uh, hold on, I'm going to stop call. Rec- this episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. 